0: Oh <laughs> everybody. Yeah, it's Friday night. It's nine o'clock, give or take, something like that. Close enough. Look, this isn't as bad as we've done in the past. So no,
1: I'm usually just saying, what time is it?
0: Oh, all right, well, all right. I thought you were just show time because we're late all the time. So I just <laughs> figured it was. I figured you were making a joke about that. No, yeah, this, this is, is impressive, bad. actually. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we're we're within five minutes of our scheduled start time. It's a win.
1: Yeah, plus it was Daylight Savings Time. We're like 55 minutes early. Right.
0: right. Somewhere uh, in some some cosmic, you know, parallel universe, they're still still uh, getting together outro bits.
1: In fairness, <laughs> we're probably 65 minutes late, but whatever!
0: <laughs> I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. Thanks for joining us this evening uh, to our, our crowd on YouTube and on Facebook. Uh, it is much appreciated if you would be so kind. Please give us a a like down below, share our video, wherever you spread your social media goodness. If you're on Facebook, uh, give us a a thumbs up, give us a a heart, give us a huggy guy. We love little huggy guy. Uh, and that lets Facebook know that we're uh, doing that too. If you're not watching this live, uh, then by all means, uh, do the same thing. Leave us a comment, uh, like the video. And of course, uh, subscribe to the channel. Um, been a lot more of you guys in the last few weeks. We've, we've jumped quite a bit. We really appreciate that. I uh, want to keep that momentum going. So if you're new to the team, thank you. Welcome aboard. Uh, find some friends. <laughs> uh, joining me in the top row tonight, the former head of marketing for the G.I. Joe brand. And now he's just the show, yeah. Mark Weber. Well, I got promoted, right? I, sure. th- that's how I think of it, but... I, yes. you know, they don't say nice things about me when I say things like that. A lot
1: of directors, a lot of VPs, a lot of suits over there, but there's no honchos. So, no honchos. Yeah. So good to be here. And uh, uh, when, uh, real quick over in the comments, uh, I have a, a friend shouting out, uh, Brent Anderson, that has a breaker for me because, you know, I don't shop at target. I actually uh, have a breaker on the way. So I really appreciate people looking out for me because since I'm, uh anti-target uh but i do have a breaker on the way but thank you so much for thinking of me because that is the blind spot of my collecting right now
0: somebody hooked him up before i had a chance to hook him up that's how early (laughs) somebody got on the honcho train there Now nobody offers me crap but the honcho
1: (laughs) it's on the way and so i you know i believe it'll be here but it's not actually in the hands yet so uh and i don't know if i'm still fishing for a barbecue or not that's an Irizari question
0: I think. no that's a that's a rob question and i think you're good there we just have okay. to get it in our grubby hands
1: cool then i'm uh, i'm good right now but i i really do appreciate people looking out for me since i'm standing firm on my uh, not going in that store uh stance with target or going online so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be hard for me man they have the best cranberry juice
1: look i love i love shopping at target until they decided they didn't want me as a customer so yeah, you want to see some? Want to see some exciting? Three, two, one, go! Oh no! There's a there's a baby gate to keep the dog downstairs.
2: Uh, uh,
0: I just Pardon. I just figured she was she was pausing to get her star turn in there, but then she got blocked out by the logo anyway.
1: She's got to get a black widow pose or something, or some stylish as she goes up the stairs, right? But, but the classic line, since she's the lovely Elizabeth, happens so fast you can't even talk about it.
0: Uh, In the bottom row, Joe Colton is on assignment, keeping the world safe for democracy. So joining us is from Star Joes, uh, one of the few non-artists of the group. (laughs) Ryan Trost is here. Thanks for having me. Uh, Just never going to let that go, are (laughs) you? No, no, never. Remember, kids, if if you ever want to be a host of the Star Joes podcast, Be one of the be a regular artist on a GI Joe title, any GI Joe title, right? And you're in,
2: you're in, absolutely. We we take them all. So uh, (laughs) I told you we got we got Robert Atkins now, we got Shannon Gallant, and we got Brian Shearer. They're all hosts now.
0: Like Netho Diaz is is a host. He just doesn't know. He doesn't know Mm -hmm. yet. Yeah, and we haven't haven't asked him to come on yet as a host. Like Rod Wiggum is a host. He doesn't know. (laughs) Um. Yeah, Mark's going to tell Todd McFarland because he did an right. issue back then, right? I, you know, yeah, I,
1: I got a good number.
2: I swear. I even, I even have you know some people the, the post mortem. So we got Herb Trimpey. He's oh. listed as a host. So he's in. He's in. Yeah, he's in. So <laughs> that's how it works on the show. <laughs> he didn't. You called and
1: he didn't say no. So he yeah, didn't right. say no, right? <laughs> so
2: uh, if uh,
0: I, I don't have it down in the description yet, I, I'm going to add it later on. But uh, if, if people
2: want to know where to find you, man, where can they do that? So, uh, as you mentioned, it's uh, Star Joe's is the name of the show. Uh, we This January will be 12 years of doing the show. So, uh, okay. I, I was a semi-young man when that show started. <laughs> <laughs> Semi. Semi. <laughs> Semi being the operative word. Right. Um, but, yeah, uh, we, we actually have a whole host of hosts that come on. Uh, and uh, we just recently did. A couple of joe related episodes uh so we do everything from star wars to gi joe and, and we say everything in between so transformers all the 80s properties that you we grew up with so um we touch on all of them and uh but yeah we just recently did uh no jokes about touching things mike uh and <laughs> we did, <laughs> we did uh, a joe issue recently we did a review of gi joe or american hero issue number 20 uh, from the Marvel days, uh, we did a whole review, which uh, wasn't one of the best issues, but we had fun reviewing it. And isn't
1: that, then isn't that Clutch falling from yes. something on the cover? It's you the got it—the bottle, it. the bottle see,
2: episode. See, yes. I like that episode. I like that issue. Ooh, you could tell Larry was not writing it.
0: <laughs> that is true. That's true. But I just like that. I just like that they got somebody in the
2: spotlight for
0: a change. That oh yeah. I love variety. that.
2: I will tell you the thing that we notice about it is you could almost take that issue and turn it into an episode of the cartoon. Like it fit right. the cartoon mold perfectly. Yeah. So, um, isn't, that's, wait, that's not a knock on the cartoon. I love the cartoon, but
1: isn't 19, the death of, of general flag. Yes, yes. It it is. Is. And yes, then it is. Tw- 21 is the silent issue.
2: Yes. Yeah. So it good is,
1: luck. It, if you're cast as GI <laughs> Joe, number 20, right? Um, right. <laughs>
0: That was, wow.
2: That's a rough one, yeah. That is but the I did very like, definition I did like, of filler issue. Yes, oh, very much so. And, but I did like, like you said, I did like the fact that it was spotlighting a specific character. So that was that was cool. Um, and then we also did a, something that a listener brought up, which is we did a G.I. Joe draft uh, where we treated it like a fantasy football draft. And we each picked, took turns in a round robin and uh, picked Joe characters. And then we left it up to the audience to decide who ended up with the best team. So that was a lot of fun. How deep did you go? How many per squad? So we uh, we just did a seven teams, uh, seven member squad. But you also got to pick uh, your squad could be larger uh, if you picked a vehicle that also technically came with a particular character. Um, (laughs) So we had a small vehicle and a large vehicle that you could. Oh,
0: okay. So you put put limit. I was about to say, well, I'm just going to load up on
1: vehicles. Yeah, (laughs) I just assumed it would be defiant and then whale and then. Yeah, they, they no, load we, we them did, up.
2: yeah we did put a limit, so you you got to pick one small vehicle, uh, meaning it had it was a one seater vehicle, and then uh, a medium to large vehicle, and place that things we deemed as playsets didn't count, so you couldn't pick the USS Flag, you couldn't pick the Defiant, uh, things like that. So Rolling Thunder though vehicle, yeah, no one picked it, but really, we, yeah, but we I, I guess someone could have so. I, I
0: mean, Ar- armadillo is kind of a lame-o, though, so I understand why he got he got <laughs> overlooked.
1: Mobile command center, that's playset, right? That's a playset, yeah, yeah. I, I think Rolling Thunder's top of the vehicle list, isn't it? There was a lot of it people that be? that I think the
2: first vehicle that went was well, I, it was a late, it was a younger person that picked a uh, vehicle with Sergeant Slaughter in it, Ooh. and then uh, the first. Tr- what I call the first true vehicle that was picked was the whale.
1: So yeah, the whale's pretty badass. Yeah, that's a pretty it's hard awesome to go wrong game. with the whale, but yeah, yeah. I mean it's, it's cool. amphibious and all. Yeah, but I mean, come on. But surprising, surprisingly, surprisingly, there was a
2: lot of a uh, lot of popular characters that were not chosen because we went with what we thought would make a good team. And uh, but yeah, you had to pick things like you had to pick a leader, uh, a known Joe Joe or Cobra leader. You had to have at least one joe member you had to have at least one cobra member uh you had to have at least one female uh character uh so we had some rules like that and uh of course if you picked a certain character they could fit multiple roles uh requirements Mm -hmm. and things like oh you had to pick a trooper so that was a lot i
0: I know live stream is abound with with questions about the specifics but i'm gonna say don't answer those
2: oh yeah (laughs) go watch the show go listen
1: to the show go Go listen to
2: the show we had and we look, had a, we had a lot of fun, and we're going to do it with other properties in the future. So I'm already working on the Star Wars one. So
1: that's a good bit. I like that. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just saying, if I was, if I had a seat at that table, yeah. rolling thunder, man. Like, uh, come on. Yeah. Any yeah. any uh, over any vehicle without a cockpit at all. Right. <laughs> right. I yeah. It know. was. That's
2: an impressive vehicle. So Sergeant
1: yeah. Slaughter is built of courage, but he lasts about two minutes on that tank. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe maybe it was
0: the maybe it was the warthog though. Oh, that's it was true.
1: It was the warthog. Oh, it was the warthog. That. Okay. See,
0: I mean, he's Sarge is rolling in carrying his boys.
1: I got yeah. no problem with the warthog. I thought you were talking triple T.
0: No,
2: they went with the warthog. So,
0: <laughs> see, we just spo- I just I just gave a spoiler. I just told you not
1: to give spoilers. <laughs> right. Uh, so who you know what tri- who you spills what- one out there? Here's the, yeah exactly. Now here's a little Joe trivia. Anybody know what triple T stands for? Do not. Stands for that tank's terrible. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it stands for.
2: Uh, I believe. And of course, going Diana out. was gonna would pick Duke for everything. So even the vehicle,
0: even, <laughs> even, the, vehicle, the, vehicle. even <laughs> the vehicle. Yeah, that's quality. Right. <laughs> I'd like to see how that works, but yeah. Well,
2: we know he'll be captured, so we know that much. Oh. Right? <laughs> we'll we be captured don't...
0: and and probably suffer some kind of head trauma.
2: Right. right.
1: Right. But we also know right. that he's going to be a okay. He'll be okay. <laughs> That's right. we all right. Before someone types it, tag team terminator. I know my shows. <laughs> Moving on. No, you had it the first time. Yeah, <laughs> you had it you the did. first. You're good. You did.
0: You had it. You're good. But, I'm, uh, I'm, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. T- the triple T is is. It's not good. It's no. not good. No.
1: Dude, Phil Donnelly with a great idea. Why doesn't Armadillo drive the Armadillo? Ooh,
0: oh, there you go. Look at the synergy. Because <laughs> he'd still be kind of a lameo. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I
1: didn't mind. I didn't mind terribly the guys who came with molded helmets, as long as they were big enough to be actual helmets on top of real human skulls. That's yeah, yeah. And no, it's, Ar- it's... Armadillo is, is. I'm throwing the flag on him like a right. Yeah. There.
0: Like that's that's like something blew off the back of his skull, and they just yeah. set that thing in there to he, take its
1: place. Yeah, yeah. Well, and here here's something that'll fit right on Star He looks like Lobot. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's very true. He's Arma Lobot, pretty much. <laughs> well, he
2: still has he still has a better code name <laughs> than Skidmark. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, they
0: all do. That's that's hardly that's it's not, it's
2: clear, that's
0: clear in a low bar, man. Yeah. Although,
2: if you go outside of GI Joe. I will still argue that Skidmark is a better name than Fisto from Masters of the Universe. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. you figure they met; they probably hang out when they go to their support group, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> the terrible name support group. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, they're they're they're
0: notorious on the bar circuit because you you never you never find Fisto without Skidmark afterwards. Right. Hey. Right. Oh. But, so. That's- that's like an old Godso joke right there. That's terrible.
1: <laughs> What's up, Festo? How you doing, Skidmark? Where's where when's Snow Job get here? Oh man. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways.
2: Anywho. But yeah, so just starjoes.com is where you can find us. Again, all the typical platforms for right. podcasts. So but, uh, but yeah, we love we love doing the show and uh, no end in sight. So I'll be doing the show when I'm 85 years old. So you got nothing else to do, man. No. no, I'm not
0: doing anything else. I, I mean, nothing going on. So uh Mark, what what is with like for for a year and a half now, you've been in this isolation zone. Yeah. And tonight you are in the, the, the traffic crosshairs.
1: Yeah.
0: Are we gonna get a, a Weber family jump in? Or are we gonna get a like a guest shot?
1: I think the the, the bottom line is they don't respect me anymore. <laughs> So, so I they're, in, I, li- they're in line. They're in line with the dog, is what you're saying. Yeah, or right with the dog. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh yeah, who knows? I don't know where it's going. It's gonna get worse. To say
0: it's a, it's a tough line in parenting, isn't it?
1: It's a yeah, tough day Well, uh, that line has been completely obliterated. So, whatever they need, uh, here to help. But, but
2: you at least got to say any more because that meant that there was some respect at some point.
1: Before. Oh yeah, there's been a, st- a steady
2: degeneration over, <laughs> over the years, and now it's just like, well, you know, they're they're getting to those teen
0: years, so you you had to see this coming.
1: Yeah, what's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> whatever whatever they do, I'm totally poggers with it. Oh because. goodness. Look, all I got to do is to grab the iPad and throw it up the stairs. he will chase it like a puppy. So, <laughs> yeah, dad law. Dad law. When when, when lo- the lovely Mrs. Weber would be gone for a conference or something or, or whatever, I would say, look, mom's going to be gone Wednesday and Thursday. You know what that means? And they'd say at the same time, daddy law. That's right. <laughs> daddy law. <laughs> but, yeah, there's none of that left. No, no fear ever. No, uh, <laughs> and now the respect is going too. I should have gone the fear route. I, I was. Afraid
0: it's not me. too late, man. It's not too yeah, late. Yeah.
1: You, you just like gotta I have. Was, my dad was never bad to me, but I had some fear for yeah. uh, for Mister Weber, and uh, and that lasts forever. And as, as I so, as
0: I always say about my folks, they never hit us—not once. We were always afraid they were gonna start.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My dad. My dad had uh, had really thick glasses, and he was only like five ten, but we were shorter than him like forever. Right. And so when he would look down at us through those thick glasses, right, the eyes would be at an angle, and it, right. it was like it was like the eyes in Great Gatsby, right. It was just like oh, you didn't want to. Th- you didn't want the eye of Sauron upon you. Like he got more done with a look than anybody i i never i didn't i say mastery i was never even good at that but man i wish i had that that little bit there we go Daddy law, yeah with john Sta- with john stamos probably <laughs> <laughs> there's a nine on CBS.
0: stamos yeah okay so uh we, we've uh, accumulated a, a number of live viewers since we started we'll give you guys the same message that got the beginning because nobody escapes no. Uh, go ahead please give us a like if you haven't subscribed to the vid- to the channel go ahead and subscribe to our channel uh, leave a comment down below I mean the live comments are nice and all but big comment down below is what tells YouTube that, that you're watching us and if you're on Facebook uh, please give us a thumbs up give us a heart give us a huggy guy we love little huggy guy uh, and <laughs> let Facebook know that you're watching as well huggy guy shows that you care right mm-hmm. We just, I just, he, he's so weird looking that I just, I can't get enough. I throw little huggy guy on everything silly on Facebook proper.
1: Last week, so. I invited the haters to give us an angry face. I right. don't care. Yeah, right. whatever. I'll be, we, we'll be heels.
0: Cool. All, all, all they care about is interaction.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. So whatever. If you're mad, whatever, knock yourself out. Please hate watches.
2: In, in fact, the, the hates might. Throw it more into the algorithm where
1: it's, yeah, see, we know right. we know
0: all about hate watchers when we <laughs> after we did that after we broke that news a couple months ago we got some hate watchers.
1: Yep. React to us. <laughs> Respond right?
0: <sighs> Anyhow you know we're only like eighteen minutes in now. Let's get to the news.
1: Do 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a kickoff. Try to get that uh still trying to win that from Joe Colton
1: already. Right. We're
0: actually actually going to, uh, we only have one news item.
1: Good thing I I did the whole fanfare thing then.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, (laughs) yes, uh, you know what the dumb part of it is I've got the news screen up and our news bit doesn't even have a, doesn't even have a thing. Doesn't even have a graphic. No. uh, Classified waves nine and 10, the the SKUs have appeared in Walmart systems. Uh, The upcoming item numbers were fished out by HisTank. So good on them. Uh, according to the site. They correspond with the figures you already know are on the way, thanks to some dashing bastards.
1: Right. Um,
0: so yeah, it's I mean it's been a week it's been a week W E A K, week W E E K for news. So that's really about it. yeah, um, we'll 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 have a more exciting one next time I'm sure. Uh, just not a lot going on this week. Yeah. Uh, but that does get us to a really Really long. You were going to say something, Mark? I'm sorry. Oh,
1: I was just going to say that's that's how you give credit out there, people. Uh, even when we're only crediting somebody for confirming what we already told you.
0: Right, right. <laughs> somebody, somebody, somebody who didn't give us credit for the information that that we revealed. Man. And we're still giving credit.
1: Right. Weird yeah.
0: how that works. Weird it's how like, that goes. You
1: know what? What? What's the what's the phrase? Do unto others then split.
0: Right. Yeah. 'Cause you know, we haven't been doing this twelve years, but just just going on eleven. Just yeah. eleven. Yeah, just get, eleven. Yeah. And we've you we'll know, we it. only do
1: yeah, we yeah. When our you when hit it. that twelfth year, that's when it really kicks in. Must be. Must <laughs> be. <laughs> and we're not we're not always here just every, you know, Friday or so.
0: Right. Right. But that does get us to our first honest to God news item. Convention <laughs> roundup. Oh, we're talking now we're talking. Convention corner. I don't know what we're calling it, but Anyways, it's it's we've had this one up for a couple of weeks now. It's it's the last week we'll have to see this graphic. Uh, but first up is the Grand Rapids Comic Con that started today. Uh, they have a cast reunion panel. I believe that is tomorrow, and that is featuring uh, Michael Bell, Morgan Lofting, Sergeant Slaughter, Neil Ross. Uh, you can get all of the details for the Grand Rapids Comic Con at grcomiccon.com. That is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, so mm-hmm. get on out, say hey to your favorite former GI Joe cast members. We've had three of them on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, if you say, you know, t- if you tell them what's on Joe Mind sent you, Morgan Lofting will probably know what you're talking about. Yep. The other two have probably forgotten by now. Me. and none of them are my hosts. Yeah. No, well they 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 are not artists, <laughs> right? So they're out. Right. They're artists of a sort, though. I mean, but they're not physical drawing, (laughs) you know, pencilers. Right. So they're
2: out. Right. I was
1: going to say, if you play fast and loose with that, you go get Arthur Burghardt, voice actor extraordinaire and poet.
0: So artist
1: on some level, right? Yeah. On Mm -hmm. several. Yeah. Anyways. Uh,
0: Then uh, we move to tomorrow, also this weekend. Uh, not a not a convention per se, but we would be remiss if we did not mention uh, the Roma Collectibles grand opening. That's right. That That's is their f- day one in a physical location. Your very favorite uh, convention retailer now it, it got a home. No longer the vagabond hobo retailer of what's mm-hmm. on Joe' mind. They have a place to be, uh, and that is uh, ten thirty Upper Valley Park in Springfield, Ohio. Uh, grand opening, twelve to I think I've seen some some things say six, some say seven. Don't show up at six o'clock in the evening. Get there earlier than that, but be there at noon. And uh, Al Snow, WWE former European Champion, Hardcore Champion, will be on hand. Um, no word we we do not have confirmation of head, but um, Al Snow will be in the building. And Al is, by all reports, a great dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, also. Uh, Big Rudy and the MOOC from What's on Joe Mind will be in attendance at some point during the day.
1: I would assume Mary uh, Mercenary Cosplay will be there. I would, I, I would hope. I would hope yeah. so. I would hope that something
0: would be terribly wrong if she was not. But uh, yes, just friends of the program everywhere in in Springfield, Ohio this weekend. So if you're in that neighborhood, come on out and see us all and spend a couple of bucks on, on Joe's or whatever lesser toy lines you like to collect.
1: But don't buy the beachheads.
0: No, those are mine. I've stolen them okay. all. Uh-oh. there are the beachheads. I, beach have, I have them tagged. <laughs> they are. They are. They're. they're, they're prepared for me. <laughs> yeah,
1: they're, they're being cured. They're being smoked. <laughs> they're ready. Properly
0: <laughs> salted. Right.
1: Seasoned. Uh-huh. Well, I, I will say, years.
0: like
2: I've I've known the the Roma people for a while, and uh, I mean they're good people. I would nobody was more excited to hear them opening up the store than I was when it happened. And then Aaron had to ruin it by making a Star Trek reference on my uh, Facebook page. So yeah, uh, (laughs) he did say he was sorry, but he had to do it. And I understand that. So. (laughs) Well, I I mean, are you going to be there? You're an Ohio guy. I'm an Ohio guy. I will not be there. Uh, We're, we're still, we're still playing it safe in my house right now. So uh, we're not venturing out too much uh, for anything, but uh, hoping that the, the new year will open a lot more floodgates for us that we can. uh, In a good way. In a good way. Yes. In a good way. Yes. God. (laughs) I had somebody, I had somebody post something fun. I saw someone post something funny on Facebook and it was about like things in the future and things going really weird. And I was like, you know what? With the way these years are trending, nothing would surprise me anymore. So, nah, not at all. But yeah, no, we would love to see the floodgates open in a very positive way, uh, so I can start seeing all the people, including my friends at Roma, uh, very soon. So,
0: so again, Al Snow, Big Rudy, and the Mooc. Uh, then we move to November nineteenth to twenty-first. It's the Retro Toy Convention in Greenville, South Carolina. Another mini reunion there. Uh, the Sarge making the rounds. You can't keep Sarge and Slaughter down. Uh, Francois Chow, uh, Keona Young, and our, our pal Arthur Berghardt will all be in attendance in Greenville. That is next weekend, uh, November 19th. That's Friday. Uh, conflicting with what's on Joe Mine, but I guess we'll allow it uh, through the 21st. Uh, you can find out more there, retro-toycon.com. Uh, so be sure to check that one out if you're in parts Southern. Uh, of course, at the end of the month, rollout, roll call, the UK Transformers GI Joe and Action Force show. Uh, special guest, Bob Brecken, special guest, Patty Lennon. Uh, Bob was the lead designer for Action Force back at, at uh, Palatoy back in the 80s. Uh, he has many stories to, to tell, um, uh, many just a wealth of information to share he is the nicest man alive uh if you have the chance to to if you're you know in the uk or close to it and you have the chance to meet bob should not be missed um sunday november 28th in fordingbridge town hall uh fordingbridge uk uh, that is the home of our our pal dave tree and all the cool stuff who you know that's it's, it's his show
1: it's our favorite treat.
0: right? <laughs> I mean past
2: pine of course because that smells better than Dave.
1: Sometimes, although, you know, sometimes Dave puts on too much cologne and he No, smells that's not way, Dave. He smells way too great. That's not Dave. It's <laughs> Tracar Noir hasn't aged well.
0: So again, if you're if you are overseas and a lot of you are, uh UK is our, our number two our number two foreign outlet, our number mm-hmm. our, our number two market, our number one foreign outlet. Um. So yeah, even beating the Canadians. Um. So if you're if you're in the UK, get on the train, man. It's only a couple hours. Go meet Bob. Go meet Patty.
1: Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. it. We're also big in American Samoa. Not sure why. Yeah, but like when you
0: get four, you get four streams in Samoa. That's a big percent of the population there.
1: As you say, they want more Red Dog talk. We can do it.
0: We can get that. We can make that happen. We can make that happen. Then uh, popping up on the schedule in December, on the fifth is the venerable SoCal Joe Show and Toy Convention. That is in the Embassy Suites in Temecula, California. Um, Nine a.m. early, but ten a.m. general admission till four in the afternoon. Uh, you can see the attendee prices there. Uh, they are most active on Facebook, so if you need more information. Check them out on Facebook under SoCal Joe Show. Uh, They always have fun putting together a lot of great exclusives, content, uh, figures, uh, I think sometimes comics, but mostly figures and vehicles even. Um, And they they really do a great job with them. Really, really great stuff. Uh, So check them out on Facebook. If you're out West, make this uh, your show. They do this twice a year when things are going well. I think this is the first one this year. Uh, but usually they've got a spring show and a fall show and, and a winter show, I believe. So, um, but uh, check them out on Facebook. And uh, always, always a fun show to attend, by all accounts. It's it's a goal of mine to get out there one day. I've
1: never been to California. Uh, it's easy. You just take the four hundred five to La Jolla, and then you take Alhambra all the way up. Sure. <laughs> there you go. Couldn't be easier. Nice and easy. Don't take the two hundred five. it's jammed. Just assume. All right,
0: And then uh, finally for today, the Alamo City Toy Show, December 11th.
1: Don't forget uh, it.
0: No, right? But hey, we're, we're, we're prepping you up early here. This Hilton Garden Inn, San Antonio, in Live Oak, Texas. We had somebody ask you about Texas shows last time. So here you go. This is the second Texas show that we've gotten on community calendar uh, just in the last few look, weeks.
1: Look at the Californians correcting me. Philip Donnelly and Diana. Don't take the 405.
0: Right? I mean you're talking, you're talking California traffic with a guy from Rhode Island.
1: It's an SNL bit.
0: Right? He's just uh, come on now. You just oh you my grab, God. he's got you. He's hit the The
1: 405 are you crazy? It's gonna be jammed. Do <laughs> that if you're devin? <laughs> <To> <laughs> <David? laughs>
0: Oh, oh, fantastic. But uh, here, too, uh, check out Alamo City on, on Facebook. You'll get more of your details there, and we'll certainly fill you in as time goes by uh, with this one. Uh, but Alamo City Toy Show in San Antonio for everybody who is requesting Texas shows. Here you go.
2: Hmm.
0: And that rolls us up to our, our Kickstarter roundup, So, which I guess would be next news item.
1: Right. Dude, 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 dude.
0: And here is our venerable sky striker shot. We get some I'll stats up from about 7 30 this evening.
1: Oh uh, so just
0: just about an hour and a half ago.
1: No? No. Oh, where'd it go? I don't see nothing. Oh, here we go. There, there we, we go.
0: Lovely. There we go. So uh 5335 backers. Uh, and that is more than halfway on its 10,000 backer goal, 25 days to go. Um, that's still, it's a good start. Perfectly fine. Continues to grow. Um, I, I like that. I, I have a feeling this is going to get backed. I'm thinking that the two figures, the, the the Scarlet and the Ripcord, are probably in play. I'm starting to have some doubts about the crew at 18,000 backers. I, I'm not, I don't have a good feeling there. Uh, but I think those other two are 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 still in play. Um, but um, yeah, if you if you got the chance on this one, go ahead and give it a back. I haven't done it yet myself, so I can't I can't criticize you if you haven't. I got to make sure the money is there. Uh, but we'll get it together. I got three three and a half weeks to go yet, uh, I, so we'll we'll I, make that happen.
1: It's a little early to be second guessing it, but I wonder if they if they could do it again. If they wish they'd have made the first stretch goal, right? The uh the uh skeletron the uh, no the skeleton uh flying skull, that would have just made it <laughs> tremendous. Okay. <laughs> <Right>? Guaranteed. <laughs> Clearly. That been. yeah, that, that's that's uh two pack. That would have right. got you
2: there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just saying.
0: That probably would have been okay. Yeah, it probably yeah. worked out
2: say or or it. if you went with the instead of uh, for your first stretch goal is that you had all of the Joe pets that flew the sky striker as your as your next uh, as your first stretch goal that it would that'd we- probably
1: bring them in would weird me out if a bird was flying jet, <laughs> right I mean, just talk about double dipping but okay I guess it's no different than, than a human putting on one of the armored power suits right right Accelerator suits. Jeez, I'd almost completely blank that out of my mind, but still in there.
0: <laughs> so, uh, fifty-three hundred
1: thirty-five
0: backers. Uh, just a review for everybody. Uh, Skystriker is a completely new mold. Uh, if you want to get some some better close-up photos, uh, head on over to Instagram. Uh, Emily Baden, the, the 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 head of the the brand at the moment for for Hasbro, has, has <laughs> on on
1: Instagram. <laughs> That's the funniest thing ever. No, <laughs> look, man, we, we let me just be, let me be clear. <laughs> Everyone's really happy with uh, with her presence and what she's done. Oh, absolutely. Brand, visually, just that you said at the moment because it really has been hot potato.
0: Yeah, yeah, so that's that's uh, that's that's what mean, I'm it, la-
1: that's what I'm laughing at. Though. It's not. Yeah, no, it no, it's
0: not a comment against her. I think she's done yeah. a fabulous job. I I, yeah. I I loved the the presentation that she's done. Yeah, there's there's a legitimate enthusiasm there there's mm-hmm. you like maybe she's not one of these lifelong Joe fans but she's done her best to throw herself into this you can tell love the work she's doing i'm just yeah. saying that I've, I've we've got one on the show i've known a bunch of of guys who used to head the gi joe brand before and you know it's it's kind of a temporary deal
1: yeah it kind of so, is and i can't so wait so i miss
0: to... i i slid that one out and i hope yeah. she's got the job for a long long
1: yeah. time I can't but, wait in two years to see what toys she's actually been working on.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right. That's
0: Very cool. Yep. Right. No, I mean, and again, we're not being, it just, nope. I, again, I hope she's got the job for a long, long time. Absolutely. I just made a, a Freudian slip there because I, I just, you know, we we've seen uh, the folks above in, in executive suits and, and starchy collars uh, kind of, Rain on our parade in the past. So,
1: yeah. And I just wanted to be very clear what I laughed about. So,
0: yes, yeah. yeah. Again, as as a victim of that rain, sure. Uh, but, anyways, the Sky Striker will include pilot Ace and for the first time, it's listed co pilot, Lieutenant Wayne Ruthel or Ruthel ne- or however it's pronounced. I don't know.
1: code a code name. Code name.
0: Right. Um, uh, cloth parachutes for its removable ejector seats, a posable display stand extra missiles and bombs so you can arm your Skystriker as you like, a refueling cart and ammo cart, and blast effect pieces for the jet engines, missiles, and machine guns. Uh, the goal will fund successfully if it gets support to produce 10,000 units by midnight on December 7th. Uh, as explained on, way back on the PulseCon GI Joe panel, there are stretch goals that open if the project gathers more than 10,000 backers. Uh, Pilot Scarlet with a helmet and crossbow at 13,000 units, night Force Ripcord uh, with his web gear, helmet, mask, and rifle at 16,000 units, and uh, the two flight crew figures with landing strip flashlight thingies at 18,000 units.
2: That's the technical name for them.
0: Yes. Um, flashlight
2: thingies, yeah. <laughs>
0: the, the, the name that I've seen passed around on Twitter is Ketchup and Mustard. <laughs> so they're That's the code nice. names for those guys, Ketchup and Mustard. Nice. Uh, but they they show up at eighteen thousand units. So um, again, I, I I worry about seeing those guys. But I think I think maybe Scarlet and Ripcord are still in play at where we're at. It's a nice. I I, I have no doubt that it's going to get backed to ten thousand units. So uh, again, go over the finances. See if you can make that happen. Uh, this is truly a a Grail type item for a very affordable two twenty nine ninety nine. Um, you know, we've said ultimate Sky Strikers in the past. You know, oh, that one in '82, great. The one that they did just a few years ago, also great, but had its pros and cons. This one looks like it's the real deal, and we just like we're never going to need another Sky Striker again. Uh, and, and if you don't do it now, it's only going to be more expensive if you try to do it later. So get on in, it. get in on it now.
1: That's what we've said before. Like, I don't think you're going to talk anybody into a $200 purchase. But if you're on the fence, uh you know what? If the first Joe one doesn't fund, uh, it'd be a while for the second one. Pretty damn right. sure. Yeah. So if you're on the fence, and and every one of the HasLab stuff that has funded has instantly been more valuable than the purchase price. That, for, right? That's like, what right I was
2: that's what I was going to say was uh, I regretted not giving in uh, on the uh, job of sale barge because I knew people that got two, sold one of them and basically paid for both of them
1: by right, signing everyone. one. Yeah. So yeah. Who, who knew you could get a sale barge on a BOGO discount. But, right. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, just the rareness of them, yeah. they get valuable quick. Yeah. So yeah, uh, if you're on the fence, yeah, maybe pick one up and don't open it. Give it a year, and then yeah. decide if you really if you want to crack that bad boy, or if you want to flip it for an extra two fifty. We'll see.
0: Yeah, right. I, I, I'm seeing. I'm being corrected. Uh, Bert and Ernie. No, it's ketchup and mustard. <laughs> Ernie is orange. Ernie is not red. Hey, Bert. Ketchup and mustard. Plus, I'm a fat guy, so food is in. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, again for what you're getting. Two uh, twenty nine ninety nine is really a great price. Um, oh, it's impressive. Know, yeah, yeah,
1: get in there. Wings and landing gear operate separately, which has yeah. never been done before. Which is
0: really right. cool. So it's it's got different. It's got more missiles than it can hold at one time, so you can just outfit it how you want to. It's got different tail fins. You can either have the gray tail fins or you can have the, the black tail fins uh, depending I I, on
1: which pose- one you like better. The posable stand, I think, is tremendous, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Looking well, I now.
2: love the fact, like, you're talking about all the different missiles and the and tail fins and the stand and everything. Like, you can make this thing however you want it to look that works for you and then a week later go completely different with it. Like, it just, there's so much customized... Uh, customiza- uh, customization that you can do with it. So yeah, I'll just make up that word. Uh, I like it. <laughs>
0: and then the next week, you can take out that ace figure and have shipwreck fly it, just like on the cartoon. Right, right. And if you
1: push in on the nose cone, it automatically transforms into Jetfire. Didn't know that.
0: That is not true. Not <laughs> true. I heard not, that. I know it's it's making the rounds,
1: but not true. I think that's a reveal. That
0: is <laughs> that is untrue.
1: Just saying. Right. Harvey Gold just went, just woke up in their bed. Huh? What? Who? <laughs> what? What? who said, what? Who said that? <laughs> Perkins, get on that. I'm suing. I'm suing. <laughs> it's Weber again. So then we move forward <laughs> out of HasLab
0: and into Kickstarter, uh, with Robo Mark two, there is one day left on this bad boy and it is just continuing to pile up money. Um, I, I lost tra- apparently they that we passed another pledge goal on this one today. Um, so the four-inch Skeletron figure is now a go from our fo- our friends at Grindstone who are pitching in to, to help on this project. Uh, we passed that one today. So if you're in the all-in package, that's gonna be your all in package if you it's or it's available for you to to, to add on when they do the the kit back or later. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, look, Robo Skull is cool, and we all knew that. But did we expect Robo Skull to be this this cool? <laughs> no, no,
1: no. <laughs> we realized it was launching a reign of terror. We just didn't know it was going to dominate the world on right. day one. Right. Right. So. I think people just been wanting
2: it for so long. I mean, it's it's been something that's been out there and is known, and then yeah. I, I mean, there's no way anyone predicted this, but...
1: No. Yeah. And, the, and the the decision to make it uh, a cockpit that's universal for six-inch or four-inch figures? Yeah. Just brilliant. Like, this is this is so well done. It deserves every bit. I was going to say, Jay. it deserves every bit of success it got, but it got so much more success <laughs> than even they expected that, uh, that that's really high praise. They have absolutely killed it on this project
0: yeah it's uh it's just been it's been a win from front to back The it just it looks dynamite uh people are seeing it up close at at, at a couple shows in the last few weeks At assembly required last weekend uh and it it won some more rave reviews there and it just just looks absolutely wonderful i i can't wait for this one it's supposedly not coming around till 2023 but that's okay because that's a kickstarter and that's the turnaround on those things makes sense Saw a but, bit,
1: uh, saw a bit on Facebook where a guy showed his uh, digitally showed the uh, customization he's going to do for it, where he painted like the guns and the overall helmet purple, and then the face was a sickly yellow green, and he made Skeletor Robo oh, skull, nice. and it was just, it was so good. It was only, it's digital, right? Because nobody has. Oh, was Troy McKee. Is that Troy? Detroit did that. Troy did, Troy did yeah. that. Troy did so, that. Good. so good. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. Skeletortron. It Skeletor was great. Tron, so good. Or and, Robo Scullet or yeah,
0: whatever. Sure. But I mean, we know we know your love of Masters of the Universe, Mark.
1: Hey man, I'm just saying.
0: So if they're winning you over with that, then that's, they that's only have, impressive.
1: Well, all I'd have to do is is you know, repaint that cell basically of the animation to make it look different. So I'm sure they could put that in their budget.
0: Certainly. And, so uh if if you're interested here, again, just one day left. Get in. Um, so yeah that now's the time if you're on the fence here head on over to kickstarter just type in robo skull or type in skeletron in search and search and it'll pull right up for you You can see the multitude of things that are available uh in the all-in package which is great value uh if or if you're if you're not interested in all that stuff uh, they will be doing a kit backer so make sure you get your pledge in now and then you can add in what you want afterwards um but um yeah yeah, big, big stuff with with, yeah. uh, with Skeletron's RoboSkull Kickstarter. Just, tell, just a big hit. Congratulations them, to those guys on a great campaign.
1: Tell them what's on Joe Mind sent you, and they'll pat you on the head and say, that's nice, dear, but we don't need any help. <laughs> yeah, that, <that's,
0: laughs> they didn't need us. We had them the yeah. day after. We had Ben on the day after they launched, and it was our, like it was over. Like right. there was, there was no drama to that. It it funded in ninety minutes. We
1: had the, but I mean, we had them pre scheduled because we wanted to help, and then they showed up with a with a heavyweight title belt over their shoulder. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they just basically kicked the door in, hit us with chairs.
1: They showed left, up, left they, us on the ground. They showed up and they're like, if you want to talk about something else, that's okay. <laughs> We're we're doing all right. (laughs) We're fine. We're fine. Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. How are you? (laughs) Maybe you'd like to come on our podcast, plug your show. (laughs) No, no, I mean, kidding. Of course, they were great. Absolutely, but we're. I mean, everybody's in awe because this hits so many of the right buttons. Right, it's killing it right now.
0: Vagon says we had it coming.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
0: We kind of did.
1: Yeah. You know what, kid?
0: We all got it coming. <laughs> I've been doing my sinister laugh awful lot the last few weeks.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> so, fair enough.
0: And uh, that, of course, rolls us into uh, the Eagle Force 40th anniversary figures. As we know from last week, uh, Gorgils and Frank Walsh, uh, they are funded and they are in... And uh, this week, adding to the pile, oh, it's Blockhead, nice with his with his funky dog. Oh, and it's Leon Kelly; he's in too. Both (laughs) of them have passed the 500-unit plateau, so they will be part of the uh, Eagle Force line. They are available. If you want to head over to Big Bad Toy Store, Uh, you can check them out and pre-order. One of there, there's, I think, besides these guys, there's still 16 other figures uh, that are available, and whichever of those figures get past 500 pre-orders, they're going to happen. So, go on, if you've got money for Eagle Force, get on over, pick out your favorites, uh, and support them because you're about halfway. We're about halfway through that campaign now. A lot of figures are in that high 300, low 400 category. Uh, but uh, it, we're, we're time is up at the end of the month, so get going because that that'll be done before you, before you know it, and then you'll be wondering where where everybody else went. Why why don't we have gold dressed guys in the action force line? Well, because people didn't support him.
1: I know what. Get Blockhead, on out there. I know what blockhead's first mission is. What's that? Got to be Lucy, right? Right. Break out Lucy and get that damn football.
0: Right. She's gonna <laughs> she's gonna kneel down with that football and he's just gonna shoot it. That's it. Right. Yep. Pull it on that.
1: Or shoot her. and. I was going to say, kneecap her, and then then he'll kick the ball finally. Right? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. (laughs) Linus will be all like, have you seen my sister? Nope. (laughs) No, I have not. (laughs) Have you checked the
0: psychiatry booth? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, if you want to know more about this one, head over to to Big Bad Toy Store or to freshmonkeyfiction.com. Or you can go back two weeks to episode 190 and just check out uh, our episode from two weeks ago when we had Bill Murphy on and talked about this one at length. Uh, There we go. Rob, Rob's got it down. Avenge Joe Slobotnik.
1: That's right. (laughs) Get that blockhead splash two pack.
0: Yeah. So if, if you're interested in any of these, uh, get on out there and support them now. And uh, speaking of support, you know, if you're, if you're, you're just catching us now, if you're just getting in here, Go ahead, give our video a like. Subscribe to our channel. If you're on Facebook, give us a little huggy guy. Because we love little huggy guy.
1: If you're still mad at us, give us an angry face. That's right, okay whatever. Too. We don't care. That's okay, too. I'll, I'll, in my
0: mind, that'll just be little huggy guy. So. At least it's honest.
1: Right? Respect the honesty.
0: All of them are little huggy yeah, guy for you. Right. 16 right. days left. Head on over to BigBadToyStore.com. And then, of course, we've got uh, Stealth MC Hammer, <laughs> which is a new. Oh, see, there he goes. It's Stealth MC Hammer. Wow, there you go. Yeah. Is that is that not what
2: is that not That's, your project, right? Is, is that not what that we're is, going for? That is not the project. I'm sorry. as, okay, much, as, well, as much as awesome as that seemed, <laughs> that is not the project we're going for.
0: Well, I tell you what. We will talk more about your project momentarily. We're going to get a, a quick word from our sponsor in, and then the floor is yours, sir. Cool. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel,
1: D.C., and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park
0: of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. Did
1: they get you that time, Mark? No, I, I think I'm lightsaber like proof now. You're prepared, okay? All right, good. Um, I'm being prepared. That's me. All right.
0: <laughs> Wonder if they have a theme song. I think they do. Oh, we'll find out later. But anyways, uh, Ryan, we are not here to talk about stealth MC Hammer.
2: No, no, close. No, we
0: are we are here to talk about the stealth hammer. Yes. And I I know you've been on to talk about the Stealth Hammer in the past. We've gained a lot of viewers and we've changed the format since then. So why don't you fill
2: us in on what this project is from the beginning? Absolutely. So uh, Stealth Hammer is uh, a lifelong dream come true, to put it lightly or heavily, however you want to view it. Uh, I have been a longtime comic book fan and uh, always, always been a storyteller my whole life. So wanted to finally put the two together and create my own comic book. And the, nick, the name of Stealth Hammer actually is a nickname of my wife. And uh, her name's Jamie, and the character in the comic is named Jamie. So uh, what a coincidence. But- uh, Strange how that works. Right. I wonder what the common
0: denominator is.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you played that well, right? Thank you. My wife's Thank you. nickname, but her name is Sharon. okay her name is rebecca ferguson for some reason right so uh it was a
2: nickname she's had for many years uh she worked uh works in graphic design and one time she put in a uh project in when many people put in other options and the client chose hers and her boss then the next time he sent something out said watch out for stealth and That was her nickname for a while, was Stealth, which is a pretty cool nickname. Uh, Definitely better than Skidmark and Fisto. Well, Well, again, low bar. (laughs) Low bar. Uh, Then she worked at another location, and she was in charge of brand compliance. So that meant she had to pay attention to uh, the right colors that were used, where a logo went, things like that. And her boss (laughs) said, well, she's the one that has to lay the hammer down. Well, she blended the two names together, became a stealth hammer, and she had that nickname ever since. Uh, we always joke that it'd make a great superhero. I mean, it is a cool superhero name. And uh, a few years ago, I had her, uh, I had her commissioned uh, to be drawn by an artist as a superhero for a birthday. And once I saw that image, it was like, okay, yeah, maybe this could be something. And once I committed to that, it was just a flood of ideas. I could not. I couldn't keep up with how many ideas were coming. I was thinking about, okay, well, what would her powers be? How did she get those powers? Who are her friends? Who are her family? What's her support group? Who's her villains? Why are they her villains? All that type of stuff happened. Um, Wrote a script out, reached out to various people that I knew in the industry. As you know, many of them are my hosts. Uh, Yes. And and, uh, they got me in contact with amazing artist, Alexander Scott, who did... uh, uh, she did some character sheets for me. She did a, a five-page story for me, and uh, we launched the Kickstarter. It was unsuccessful, which often happens when you do your very first Kickstarter. Uh, I learned a lot from that and uh, rolled out a second time and found a, uh, a my main artist. I couldn't work with Alexandra uh, the second time, just things didn't line up for that. So Had to find new artists, and I found an incredible artist, Mr. Joel Jackson. Uh, And him and I have been working on things ever since. And uh, he is absolutely incredible. He's got this cartoony yet detailed style that I absolutely love. We launched the second Kickstarter, and we blew it out of the water. We did an amazing job uh, and surpassed our goal. And we made the first issue, and it got so much recognition. I was on morning talk shows. I was on news channels. Yeah. You've been doing the whole press junket out there yeah. in Ohio, haven't you? Yeah, very much so. Uh, way more than I expected to occur. And I'm grateful for that occurring. Um, but there was a lot more story to tell. And so we're like, all right, let's let's do a second issue. Uh, I have plenty of issues ahead of me. But yeah, it was like, let's let's keep going. And the premise of Stealth Hammer is uh, the, this elevator pitch is that she is it's an all-ages superhero adventure comic that takes place in a world of high-tech gadgetry and supernatural mythology. So I often uh, relate the character to Miss Marvel meets Iron Fist uh, and Invisible Woman blended together in a world of Mega Man meets uh, Jim Henson's Creature Feature Shop. So um, these it's a love letter to all the things I loved in storytelling. You, know, you start off with the character, she gets her origin. Uh, that's what happened in the first issue and now we're growing that world that she's in and with the second issue we're going to start developing her legacy she finds out that she is part of a family of protectors uh guardians of the planet and uh it's a lot to take in and she's got she's got she's (laughs) she's she's got training ahead of her and everything else but in the second issue we she finds out about all of this and uh, we get introduced to a new villain uh, which is always fun to do and she gets introduced to her uh, guide and sidekick of sorts, uh, Ari, the elf, and he—he's going to be her, her Yoda type character, and uh, we get introduced to some new allies. I, I love the idea of blending technology and science with mythology, uh, so we get that in in these stories, uh, both on the good guy side and the bad guy side. But it's a fun all ages story uh, on the surface level. But I'm also someone that I like to pull out of detail in my story. So if someone likes reading just a fun escape reality for a little bit story, it's there for you. But if you're somebody that likes to dig a little bit deeper into, well, why is that in the background? And why did that character say that? It, it gives you that too, because I can tell you for a fact, everything in the issues happens for a reason. Everything you see in the background is there for a reason. Every di- piece of dialogue is said specifically for a reason. Um, whether it's in that issue or planned for future issues, it's something that, that we're going to be exploring.
0: So over your shoulder there. Yes. There, there is (laughs) not only issue number one, but also Ari the Elf.
2: Yes. So this is, this is Ari the Elf. Uh, my wife and I were blessed to take a trip to Iceland and I got some, uh, in Iceland, if you don't for those that don't know, there are, uh, there are people there that believe in elves and uh it's it's strong in their culture and it's really cool um so I got a lot of inspiration when I was over there and this was sitting in a shop and I turned to my wife and I said that's that's a character in the story that's going to be my little guide for for her getting her powers and the adventure that she's about to go on and uh bought him brought him home and uh yeah he's been a great inspiration and he behaves so long as you keep him full of strawberry milk. As long as he's drinking strawberry milk, he's a happy guy. Otherwise, he's a pretty cranky one. So, yes, he, <laughs> he, uh, we will find out not in this issue. Uh, it is planned for issue three. We do find out how he comes across strawberry milk and what, it, what type of effect it has on him. However, in issue two, he does uh, begrudge the fact that there is no strawberry milk in the house. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So, well, I
0: mean, it's, it's an acquired taste. It is it is it's an acquired taste. I can't it's not a taste that I've acquired.
2: But. I, w- I will tell you that uh, it's one of my fears though that is that this thing will blow up one day and when I'm at conventions, people will be bringing me strawberry milk because <laughs>
0: you're, yeah. you're not a strawberry milk guy, are you?
2: I'll drink it. I like it. I actually do <laughs> like it. Yeah so but- I, I actually I actually do really like it, but my fear is so much will be brought to me that I will no longer enjoy it. So. Right, or,
1: or it was ice cold when they bought it. Right. They're outlining outside for three hours, and they're like, oh, no, yeah, it's you go. Right like, in their, go. Right in their like, pocket. I'm yeah. good, thank you. <laughs> it's,
0: it's body heat warmed. Right. Mm.
1: For, for anybody mm. who's not familiar with Stealth Hammer, uh, Redhead, right? Uh, She's uh, reddish brown, yeah. It so. counts. I'm, yeah. In. I'm yeah. in. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: So, so Ryan, you've also uh, with with this issue, you've also got a uh, you showed us the 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 B cover.
2: Yes. So, uh, so let me go ahead and I'm going to bring that up here, and uh,
0: oh. Oh. there you go, so right next. Totally to Totally red.
2: Yep. Totally red. Why is this not? Oh, right, right next to me there. I was about to say we got it. Yep, you got it. So, uh, first issue I had uh, variant artist uh, Robert Atkins. And he did an amazing job for the B cover. Uh, Of course, every issue I do want to try to find a new creative person. And uh, here we go. In this case, we had uh, I reached out to an artist who I have admired her work for many, many years. And it's one of those dream gets where you like I might never be get a chance to work with her, but I'm going to ask. And you don't ask, you don't get. And that was Chrissy Zullo. And Chrissy has an amazing style as you can tell from this um but she's done a ton of stuff for a lot of big publishers including dc comics has done statues based on her artwork so i reached out to her sent her a copy of the issue i said i'd love for you to do issue two a uh, uh, variant cover for us and uh this is an exclusive by the way no podcast prior to this i just got this artwork today um so the what's on good. joe mine exclusive mm. um but yeah, just got this artwork today. I absolutely love this. Uh, I am over the moon with, with the art the job that she did on this because she she sent me early sketches and I was and she's like, Am I going the right direction, or you just want like a, a hero shot? And I love what she did here because you have this like intimidating scene, and she's nervous. You can see it in her face. She's nervous and she's scared, but she's still readying that fist. Like she's still powered up. She's not. She's not a, one to be defenseless.
0: It's it's an insecure hero shot, but it, yeah. but it is a bit of a hero shot.
1: Yeah, yeah I exactly. read I read nerves, but I don't read fear in that at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah which is yeah. cool. Yeah, absolutely.
2: And uh, she's got the wolf rats uh, coming up behind her there, uh, Bellabog and Chernabog, uh, which are based on mythology as well. Uh, and uh, she's got Ari the Elf there in her backpack, so he's right there along for the adventure. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a cover that I absolutely loved, uh, and I was so glad to get this today. I wish you could have seen me how much I was jumping for joy to, to see this. Um, yeah, you,
0: you shared the the preliminary sketch on it with me a few days yes. ago, and, and and it didn't have the background to it. It was just right. more 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 uh, Jamie. Yes, and and
2: the background wasn't filled in quite so much. Right. But it's really come together. It came together nicely yeah and i even love the subtlety in the background because at this point she's in iceland so she will journey to iceland so she's in iceland in this uh this picture here and uh i love how they put she put just touches of like the aurora borealis in the sky there and everything so that's cool yeah
0: very so quick nice. quick question from from the folks at home uh what reading level are we looking at
2: like 10 to 12 or younger i would say you could even go a little younger than Ten to 12. i will tell you we've had everybody when i say all ages i mean all ages i we've had people from age six reading this to a uh woman we know that was age 94 who read it so um so yeah i would say uh if you have someone that's 10 to 12 it's gonna be perfect for them uh because it, it really does hit that that target audience so uh really well but like i said if you have someone that loves comics and they're they're a bit younger it'll work for them i I'm the writer. I can tell you for a fact, there's no huge words in there that you have
1: to <laughs> worry about.
2: Come on. We've had Ryan on a few times. I, it's, it's, it's not that's not a fear that we have. He <laughs> hangs like out you, with Chuck. Come on. Right. Right. But uh, but I can tell you, it's uh, like you said, for people that want to dig more into it, like if you're you're a bit older and you like to dig into things like, like you said, the first I can tell you, there's things that are in the background that you always want to pay attention to um so like in the first issue we show a uh she's coming out of a a judo studio and there's a name on that studio and that name wasn't there just by coincidence we could have just called it bill's judo studio but we didn't we called it kodama studio and the reason why is because kodama is a japanese mythology uh beings that are out there and those will play a factor in the future and i love doing Mm -hmm. stuff like Mm -hmm. that where it's like you you, put, you plant those little Easter eggs. And then you know, issues later, someone reads something. They go, oh, my God, that was in issue one. Or, oh, my God, that was in issue two. And we even do that in this issue, this second issue. Um, we get introduced to a character named Watts, which is a uh, robot that she had as a child. And she rebuilds it and becomes one of her uh, allies on this journey. And we saw Watts in the first issue in the corner of her room. That's, that's all we really saw. And and Watts, if you want to blow me up here real big again, I can show you Watts on this right here. But. Not yeah. you. Ah, not you. Ah, that's all man. It doesn't help anything. You. <laughs> it doesn't help at all. So we got Watts right here. Uh, oh, once come we, once on. Mike figures it out. Right? <laughs> there that's we go. go. There we go. There we go. So we got Watts right here uh right in the middle there and uh she is an assistant uh robot and she her and ari are kind of like your r2d2 c3po watts is very proper uh very logical ari is your snarky instinctual one and uh yeah so we get introduced to watts in the second issue and uh like i said I, I love the fact that we're able to do that one thing uh i don't know if you have the cover or i can share it to the, the the main cover um, I, I don't, by all means, if you've yes, got that one, I can pull that guy up
0: and I will get it, uh, get it in there for you. See.
2: It's not let me share. I don't think so. At least Let's see, there we go. Okay.
0: And... all right, that is not the right screen, but we'll get you fixed up. There, there, we, there go. we go.
2: There it is so uh this is the main cover by joel jackson and uh as i mentioned there is a lot of um little easter eggs that we like to throw in there so this is relating to what we were talking about for the second issue it's her family legacy and yes some of those characters are exactly who you think they are so she's got king arthur in her history she's got Thor in her history uh that character in the middle is actually her grandmother uh, who has a nickname of Patsy Sunshine, and uh, there's a whole history with her as well. So um, one of the things that I love doing, again, going back to that little Easter egg thing, is you see King Arthur there, and of course he's holding Excalibur. If you pay attention to the first issue on the first page, Excalibur is hanging up in Hammer's bedroom, and there's a whole story behind that plan for the future. So um, so like I said, I love setting these things up all along. Uh, we get to progress the story every single issue, but we also get to plant a lot of these little Easter eggs going along there as well. So, um, and, uh, and you'll notice if you ever look really close at the cover too, uh, the Stealth Hammer symbol does appear in most of these characters. So that's a, a thing that kind of ties them all together. There's this medallion that has been passed along through the different years for uh, for her family so um, very nice. yeah and Joel as you can tell does an incredible job of putting a lot on a page that you can really you know take a look at and and, and see for uh, see a lot of little details for a long time And he does this with every page. So um, he, he's got
0: a very animated style yes but mm-hmm. what I like about him is he's consistent. yes. Yeah. Like it, he doesn't just start drawing rubbery looney Tunes guys from the 30s like everybody's in the same style
2: yeah yeah and,
0: and even serious characters find their way
2: into his style yeah and he spends a lot of time he does a lot of research uh, and he uh, he'll come back to me with something like he'll come back to me with three four sketches and he'll be like here's the one I like and here's why but you know if, if you like one of these other ones let me know and we we'll play around with that. And like you said, he'll, he'll nail down that character and he'll make sure it fits into this universe. Um, and I can tell you for a fact, if you like this cover, you like this, this art, you're going to love the issue because it, it is this throughout. And, uh, and I will say not to toot my own horn, but that's what I'm here to do. Uh, my writing, I feel from issue one to issue two has drastically improved. So um, I feel like we've, I I had a lot more fun with issue two because I now that I introduced the characters, I got to play with them a bit more. Exactly. So, um, so I got by, to end, end by issue
1: before. by issue twenty, we'll be able to tell that somebody else wrote that one, right? Right, because you were on a <laughs> trip or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. I issue did. twenty,
2: we'll we'll get somebody else to come in, and so El will be be, be falling out of a plane. Right. And then issue yeah. twenty one will be silent, of course. And really so. good. <laughs> But uh but yeah like I said it it this has been a a passion project of course it's been a dream come true uh and but I love putting all these elements in I I know there's a lot of people that do passion projects but like I wanted to make sure we had top tier talent on this because I'm new to this I wanted to surround myself with the best possible people um and so you know like I said we have Joel on this who is incredible uh Ross Hughes did the color work for the first issue uh Unfortunately, he did retire from doing full pay, uh, full series. Uh, he had done them for 15 years on top of a full-time job. And he was just like, I just need to start enjoying my life a bit, which I totally appreciate and understand. Um, so we got uh, a colorist that is definitely known to comic book fans, which is Chris Sotomayor. And he did do Joe uh, coloring work in, in the past for IDW. So um, Joe fans might be familiar with him as well. Uh, but, yeah, he, he's our colorist for issue number two, uh, and you can see how beautiful it looks. Uh, and uh, we have Dave Sharp returning to do the lettering work, and Dave is a veteran in the comic book industry. He's been doing uh, lettering work for Marvel and DC for, like, the last 20, 30 years now. So we, we don't have any slouches on this. Uh, we also have uh, – I love giving people their money's worth also, so we have cover-to-cover artwork. Uh, and story. So on the back cover, even we have Scott Kruger, who's an up and coming artist uh, who did the uh, did some artwork for us for the back cover. So um, you're, you're getting every single page filled with Stealth Hammer goodness when you, when you look at this. So Excellent. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, take a minute here. I'm going to pull up the the Kickstarter page itself. Sure. And right, so there is our Kickstarter page. And we have a $9,000 goal. Yep.
2: And I will tell you for 100% uh, of that money, 0% of that is going to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a good portion of that is going to my uh, my creative team to make sure they're paid for the quality work that they do. Uh, and then obviously being able to print and ship and all that type of stuff. So, uh, you know, that that's to make sure they... And, and I actually... I'm not doing any or asking anyone to do anything I haven't done myself. I put my own fair share of money towards getting this project created. Everything you're seeing artwork wise has been paid for by me because I believe in it that much uh, that I want to make sure I'm putting my money into the project as well. So,
0: so we just clicked from nine days to go to eight days to go. It's a uh, November 21st, 10 PM is when we're finished yep. we're about halfway there, a little past halfway there, $9,000 yep. goal. Uh, so still off to a good start you always get that push at the end yeah and the best part about this is we've been pushing a lot of kickstarters a lot of crowdfunding type projects of late you don't have to throw a lot of money at this to get caught up no um basically what what i was the the stealth hammer starter pack is what i'm I'm looking at here fourteen dollars uh you get a printed issue of number one if you missed that uh with the main cover you get a printed issue of main two number two uh with the main cover And then you also get digital copies of one and two. And again, that's just $14. Right. Yep. And if you you didn't, if you had never heard of stealth hammer before today, which I guess is possible. uh, (laughs) If you haven't been listening to the show that long, or you don't listen to Ryan's show, uh, or you don't live in Cleveland, um, then, you know, Hey, this is a great place for you to get on
2: board. And I will tell you where uh, the, the reward that I definitely, you know, spotlight a lot because of, of how much you're getting for your money is uh, the combo packs. So we have uh, this, the number two combo pack, but then we also have the combo pack for issues one and two. Uh, the combo pack for just issue number two is $30. And what you get for that is you get the physical copy of the number two issue with the main cover. You get the physical copy of the number two issue with the variant cover, the Chrissy Zulu one that we were showing. You get digital copies of, of the issue, You get a digital coloring book, which we produce, uh, which allows you to either, you can either color digitally on the computer, or you can print off pages and color them just like a coloring book. Um, So we provide that. You get four mini prints, uh, which feature the main cover, the variant cover, the back cover, and a pinup that we do on the interior. Uh, So you get those, and you also get a bookmark. So you're getting a lot of bang for your buck with with the combo packs. Uh, If you do the one for it, the combo pack for issue one and issue two, that is $60, but you get all of the stuff I just mentioned that was related to issue number one. So you get the main cover, the variant cover, all the prints we did for issue number one, the bookmark we did for issue number one, the coloring book we did for issue number one. So you're getting a lot for your money. And that was always very important. Um, we also have add-ons and we have packages. Uh, one of the things you can get is the t-shirt I'm wearing right here, not this actual t-shirt. I, I, I mean if, if it can, takes reaching can we pay that, extra for that one. I was just say if it takes reaching that goal, I will give you the shirt off of my back.
1: <laughs> People pay extra for game warren, baby. Right. Right.
2: <laughs> um, but yes, uh t-shirt looking just like this with original art that was made just for the shirt. Uh that is available to you. Um, There's an add-on, so once you pick a reward, there's add-ons afterwards that you can always do. We did do an art book for it, which is a 48-page hardcover art book that shows you concept art, it shows you page progression, how it goes from a script all the way to the final page, Uh, fan art, it gives you backstory. I mean, I was just looking at it the other day. I actually have a copy of it right here. So right here, this is the art book, and uh, it is just loaded. Oh, so wait, let me get you, me get you yep. front and center again. Yep. So this is the art book. My wife and I spent, my wife, who I mentioned as a graphic designer, spent hours and hours putting stuff together for this. Wow. So you get a lot of information, a lot of concept art. It, that's, that's it's great. A, it's a beautiful book. Yep. So, um, so you can do that as an add-on. This was available as part of one of the rewards for the first Kickstarter, and we loved it so much we wanted to make sure it was available for anyone that might want to get this as well. Um, And then the top, you know, you got to mention the top tiers, too. Uh, Joel, if you like his artwork and you want something drawn by him, there are limited number commissions available where you get all the stuff I mentioned as far as they're in the combo pack, but you also get a commission piece from Joel, and he will draw any character you want. So if you, you know, obviously people here love Joe, you wanted him to draw a Joe for you, he'll do it. Um, And you can see examples of his uh, stuff on the... Uh, not only uh, of commissions that he did, you can check those out on the social media pages for Stealth Hammer because we did just post some of those examples recently. Um, and then you can also be in the comic. That's our top tier one. So you can get everything, uh, the T-shirt, the combo pack stuff, and all that that goodness, the uh, annotated script, which is available as well. You get all that, plus you get to be in the comic, your likeness, and you're credited in the, in the credits page. And I will tell you, uh, that's a really cool reward, not only because you get all of that, but the first issue, we had people that did that, and they're appearing in this second issue. No yeah. extra charge. I just liked their characters so much, I decided to keep using them. And uh, so you might be immortalized beyond just one issue uh, by being in it, so. <laughs> Recurring character. Recurring character. So, in fact, this, set, this uh, second issue... Uh, We saw two like Men in Black type agents uh, in the first issue. We revisit them in the second issue, and uh, we learn a bit more about them. And like I said, I got to play more with the characters this time. I got to develop one of them a little bit more, and we get to learn a little bit more about them because even though they look human, they're not human. So uh, we got to have some fun with that. So we could tell because one of them's a a really pale redheaded dude,
1: right? Totally giveaway. Nothing human human about that. Nothing human at all about that. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Changes color in sunlight, though. <laughs> but <laughs> yours like and ones are <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: To your point, though, Mike, uh, we wanted to make this affordable for everybody. So yes, we do have the top tier stuff, but if you're someone that just likes digital, you can get the digital comic for five bucks. I mean, it's as as cheap as that, and you can uh, if you missed issue one. You can get issue one and issue two. Each of them are five bucks. For $10, you can get completely caught up digitally uh, if you'd like to do that. But like I said, I, I personally think you get the most bang for your buck with the combo packs just because you're we're sending you a
1: lot for your money with those. And there, there's a whole chunk of the comic community. A, I don't know the, what percent, but there's a whole chunk that is digital only. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, and that's you know I think the comic companies have, have believe that's the wave of the future. Absolutely. Moving well, forward and I I
2: totally agree with it. I I love reading digitally. I still love having a physical comic. In front yeah. Of me. Like I I there's nothing better than that. But I can't read everything. I can't purchase everything when it comes to physical comics. So I do like reading digital uh, comics when I can. You know I'll read Marvel Unlimited and DC Infinite and stuff like that. Where on those issues where I I wanted to read it but I didn't
1: want to. I couldn't keep buying all the issues. So. Right, right. And there's something to be said, man, for when you're on a flight. Just oh, yeah. being able to flip a, flip a page with a slide. Absolutely. I, I, I get it then. Yeah. But yeah I'm, I'm old school comic. I love the physical feeling yeah. of flipping a page. Yeah, right. Sure. There's definitely digital advantages. And to
2: give people an idea of, like, how well received the first issue was, we had 500 copies made of, of it. It completely sold out in, like, record time um and we had 500 more made and we sold over 100 more of those um so i've set some aside because i knew people we were doing the second kickstarter i wanted to make sure we had that first issue available for people so um it's been extremely well received uh which i appreciate and i'm hoping people want even more uh going into the second issue so and i will tell you too when it comes to joel's artwork one thing i told him was uh now that we did issue one you're in a lot of trouble and he goes why is that And i said because now i know what you can do and uh so i i definitely pushed dun, him dun, dun. On, <laughs> i definitely push them on, on uh things he did on does on pages and i can tell you for a fact some of the pages i've seen him do are those pages like i said where you you'll look at it you'll stop and look at it for the next 10 minutes so um, and probably no more half-assed it, Joel. That's right. <laughs> he loves. Someone asked me too, like, how long does it take him to draw a page? And I said, he loves doing this because there's so much detail in there. They're just like it. He's like they. They're like he must hate you. And I'm like, no, he's the one that I was like half the time he's putting stuff in there that I didn't even ask him to do. So <laughs> excellent. So let's uh, let's
0: assume a successful issue two Kickstarter here yeah uh what's
2: the timetable
0: before we see issue three
2: uh so last time we it was a bit longer because we did it last year and then it took us a little while to to do the second issue and the only reason for that was i was really trying to find a publisher and i was putting a lot of efforts into that rather than getting issue two ready um so we decided what we're going to do is we're going to keep going with these kickstarters and building up our audience and and get someone to, to take notice like i'll still be working hard to try to find a publisher but I want to focus on the story and get it out there. So this is supposed to be uh, issue two, uh, assuming that we're successful, should be drawn, colored and everything lettered uh, and going off to the printer in March. And then we did promise uh, and promise of June, just because we know what's happening with with shipping delays and everything else. So Mm -hmm. if they come sooner than that, obviously we will be happy to send it out to everyone sooner. that's fantastic but as soon as this is off to the printer i will be starting to work on issue three um i already know what's going to be happening in issue three it's just a matter of actually typing out the script and uh yeah i'm i'm saying probably summertime of 2022 you will will probably see issue three being out there assuming we're successful at this
0: one give, give it the old scotty from next generation bit there that's under right. promise and over deliver absolutely bam <laughs> <laughs> Never tell them you need six hours for a six hour job. <laughs> Beautiful. Love that episode.
2: Yes. It's words but, uh, to live by right there. If you like Star Trek, sure. <laughs> I'm no I'm no Trekkie, but that one sticks out. That is a good one. That is a good one. And like
1: now and Joe Colton joins the show suddenly.
0: Right? <laughs> she'd show up, she'll like clothesline you. She'd pop up in Ryan's basement or whatever.
1: I, I, do
2: like, oh. I do like like I do like the Star Trek movies. I just I just never have been able to get into the shows but the, the movies are great. So. so just
1: drop in the comments curse it and cling on and get <laughs> out <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah just a cloud of smoke in Ryan's <laughs> room there. Okay.
0: oh God.
2: And uh, much like I was saying, when, as far as putting Easter eggs into things, uh, I can tell you, like, for Issue 2, there is a uh, the town that she lives in finally gets named, and there's a reason for the name of the town, and it does relate to a character that's on the main cover of Issue 2. So, um, All right. so th- there's things like that to look for. Like I said, if you're someone that you want to dig deeper into it, you absolutely can do that with the story. But, again, if you're just somebody who's like, I'm just looking to escape reality for a while and have a good time, that's it's created for that as well so yeah <laughs> right <laughs> that and that's really ultimately what we create what i created this for is i wanted to just tell a good story and uh <laughs> nice uh, i uh i just wanted to tell a good fun story that like i said touches on those things that i always loved in storytelling and uh i feel like we, we really have something here and i've had a lot of people tell me that we have something here so
0: Good deal. I, I mm-hmm. tend to think you have something there too, man. Like I said, I've, I've uh, unfortunately when the first Kickstarter was going, I, I missed out on it, it was when I, I was making my Exodus from Missouri to Indiana. And yeah. so it, it just, it, it, I know we, we got you on the show and we plugged yeah. it, but like the, the end of the campaign came and went and I was like, oh, right, that happened. <laughs> and it just it, There was no chance, right? So, I, I, um, I can
2: tell you for a fact, I had so many people that that happened with where they were just like, oh my God, I wanted to do this. Do you have the issue? Dude. What's going on? So uh, obviously with where we're at right now, we have time to, to get where we need to be, but we cannot have people forgetting about the, the, the campaign this time.
0: Uh, we absolutely. This, we got we we to be stuff. on this one. Eight days, eight yeah. full days.
1: Well, I love the, the make good. Uh, option, right? You just oh, yeah. missed out on issue one, no problem. Yeah, Bundle we got it you covered. Up. You're good
2: yep. to go. Yep. Get on in here. And if you have, and I didn't want to make uh, double up on that reward every single time, but some of the early ones we wanted to make sure we had that issue one, two combo. But if you want to pick a, a reward that's further down that does not include issue one, but you want to get issue one, it is available in the add on area. So mm-hmm. we absolutely have you covered if you did not. Uh, get issue one and you want it. So no matter what reward you pick, you can get issue one with it. Either cover too. We have both covers. So the one that was done by Robert Atkins, a well-known GI Joe artist and host of Star Joe's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, his, his cover is uh, that he did is, is available as well. And another Star Joe's alum and GI Joe artist uh, Shannon Gallant did the back cover for issue number one so. again calling
0: them GI Joe alums is is just it's <laughs> superfluous it's extra at this point it's redundant <laughs> right but uh, assume Star Joe's host equals GI Joe arts.
2: exactly but uh, but yeah Robert did the variant cover for issue number one and Shannon did the back uh, cover um, and then like I said now we got uh Chrissy Zulo doing the variant cover and Scott Krueger, who had a, he had done a variant cover for Star Wars Adventures. So continuing the Star Joe's influence on this title. So, Excellent. Mm-hmm.
0: So there you go. Head, head, head over to Kickstarter or follow the link that we've got posted up. Um, and uh, look, check out the Stealth Hammer. Uh, get in there. You can, um, a- again, t- 20, 30 bucks get you the entire story to this time. I know we're throwing a lot of crowdfunding at you, especially the last month and a half. You can make space for this one, even if you're broke,
1: yeah. even if
0: you're just absolutely crapped out. You, you got twenty bucks. Yeah. You, you got twenty bucks for for a great story,
2: for a a, a you know one of our own. I make was just gonna say, yeah, it, like as much as Stealth Hammer as you have, as I have behind me right now. If we're in my other room where I normally do my recording, you would see the Joe fan that I am. Obviously, I wouldn't be doing the podcast I've done for twelve years if I wasn't a Joe fan. Um, I I am very the whole reason I know Mike is because of our Joe fandom and, and getting to know each other through podcasting and through you know, collecting and, and all that fun stuff. So I mean if you're um, truly a great Joe fan, you would have an only Joe podcast, but whatever.
0: Well, you know what you do uh, is
2: fine too. <laughs> Well, uh, (laughs) there are so many great 80s properties that I didn't want to neglect any of them. Uh, However,
0: He's trying to honor my negligent comment.
2: (laughs) However, however, um, uh, Joe is in the title of our podcast for a reason. So uh, it is one of the preeminent properties that ever existed. So, um, oh yeah, we've always, What's on Joe Mine and, and Star Joe's have had a long history. I've always given them, uh, it, it, calling themselves the longest running GI Joe podcast, I'm like, really? The, we are the longest <laughs> running
0: G.I. Joe, GI Joe podcast. Yes, yes. Yeah. That, that is no lie. That yeah. is not a lie. I know. I know. I just like Plus, to give you hard time.
2: We,
1: we have, don't take. We, we don't take
0: ba- no episodes off to talk He Man. <laughs> I
1: think no, it's all have. the bad blood we had from those volleyball tournaments <laughs> right. about eight nine years ago. <laughs> They cheated. They cheated, but it's cool. It's fine. We <laughs> uh, we forgive
2: now. It's no yeah. uh, the, the thing I always loved with with uh, our relationship with what's on Joe Mind was uh, and we would always laugh about this. Was people when we started off, people thought we were like against each other and back. Yeah. Oh, people thought we were these huge rivals and crap. It was yeah. terrible. And we would just sit back and just laugh at it. You know, <laughs> we,
0: we, we'd, we'd find one another, joke on and it'd be handshakes and hugs and beers around, and we're just like, whatever. Yeah. And everybody just
2: Oh my god, you see they're yeah. together. They're together. Right. They're, they're fake it. They're faking like their whole it. their Just whole it. world was ruined because we didn't hate one another. It was amazing. <laughs> hey, we got a, a term from what's on Joe mind, which is RHP, which we still use to this day. That, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get RHP, into what that is. <laughs> that is
0: not right-handed pitcher.
2: No, that is not. No, no, we will leave not.
0: that for the uh, we'll leave that for the after dark section after the credits. Right, right. <laughs> right but uh but yeah no i still I, still very very ex very available in the audio archives of what's on joe my list below
1: yes. yeah google it ask siri she'll have no idea
0: <laughs> right no, <laughs> no but idea. go ahead and uh go ahead and check out special
2: edition 69 if you really got to hear <laughs> that one we got we got that one in there <laughs> Um, and, and I think the episode there, the episode of Starge is actually called RHP. So you could check it out there and yeah. find out all about that's, it. So that's going back several years now, several years. Yeah. We still keep it though. We still, it still comes up on the episodes that, and it's because it's because of you. That so. That is, that is, that is in my top five.
0: That is right. That is, it's not noted author, James Cavanaugh. No, no, but that, it is, it is certainly
2: in my top five of recurring lines. Yes. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, but no, like I said, it had a long uh, friendship with you guys. So love the fact that <laughs> so it does. It does.
0: We're always happy to plug your side projects. And someday, when one of us comes up with a side project, I hope you'll you'll return the favor. Oh my god, absolutely. <laughs> we're kind of we kind of like sleeping though. So it,
1: it's, <laughs> after seeing the Robo stuff, this Kickstarter stuff's easy, right? Right. Yeah. It's, right. It's just, you roll out with a great idea and a whole ton of pre-planning, and the world comes right to you.
0: There you go. Mm-hmm. Although you know, some somebody beat us to selling potato salad because that was that would that'd be something mm-hmm. I could do pretty well. I could I could buy a 10 to ten dollar tub of potato salad. And see that
2: that one still play. amazes me.
0: <laughs> World's a funny place, man. It is. It really is. World's wow. a funny place, and it is sometimes named Bodie McBoatface. <laughs>
2: Which is, a, which is not a character in Stealth Hammer.
0: No, no, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Don't not close yet. that door. Just just kind of that might be away issue. from it for right that now. That might be a
2: reward for issue number three. Right. Is to name a character. <laughs> Hammer McHammerface. <phase>. Right.
0: <laughs> so let's. Uh, we'll, we'll close the book on Stealth Hammer. Go get your pledge in now. Yes. Or if you're not now, do it tomorrow after you've checked your checking balance. Or maybe check it. Maybe do it Sunday when you you're out mowing the lawn. They're like, oh wait, I forgot. Or maybe it's Monday and you didn't listen to us live. <laughs> do it then. <laughs> go go pledge. You give your support to the to the Stealth Hammer, and, and let's make this one happen. I'm not getting hung up after issue one. I need issue right. two.
1: You're not Ooh, moving I'm, this week, are you, Mike? No. Okay.
0: No, I'll make that visit. I'll I'll head back over there after uh, after we're done here tonight. I will get that done. I so, Ryan, what'd you get in this week, man? What I get in this week? What'd you get in this week?
2: I didn't get anything in this week. <laughs> you
1: nothing, nothing. You got in a brand new cover. <laughs> yes,
2: you're the, I did. You're <laughs> right down there
1: too. I think you win.
2: I do. I do. That was that was incredible. So, um, no, nothing new lately. Just I can't, nothing new to report when it comes to that. So.
0: Man, oh man, it's silent, Bob. It's like me. I got nothing either. Mark Weber, what'd you get in this week?
1: Ooh, I got, I got two things, but only by the grace of early delivery. So, uh, coming out of the supermarket the other day, I had no idea this this guy even existed. It's just a, a Grimlock, right? But he's one Come of on. my like Skywarp Grimlock uh, prowl. Those are that's my holy trinity of Transformers. So, nice. unless it's ridiculous, if I see a new Grimlock, I'm in. This thing is five bucks. I really right. like to that. It's Can't a lot us. of plastic for five bucks and yeah he transforms into a baked potato you know, with the, well, whatever just put him in robot form and they didn't they didn't spend a lot on the back either but five, a five dollars $5. five bucks at a supermarket right like it's exactly where it should be yeah. and i've always given the transformers team a ton of credit uh I think I mean, they've done it's the
0: supermarket. He's of course your baked potato transformers yeah, are there.
1: I fine. <laughs> but I, I've always given the Transformers team a ton of credit. And I think they've done great work. Oh yeah. On the yeah. road I paved uh since <laughs> I left that brand. So uh I think this is great. Exactly where the brand should one of the places where the brand absolutely should be. So yeah, Transformers team, oh yeah, killing it. Love it. And then uh There aren't a lot of, and this sounds so arrogant, but because I collected from Jump and inherited half of another kid's collection, there's not a lot of vintage stuff uh, that I still need or never had or lost or broke. We just took good care of our toys. But just arrived today. Look at this. Oh, gorgeous Right here. And let's let's, uh, get this guy out and do the white paper thing so I get proper credit for this. Look at that right oh it's it's got the little the little sight thing got the sight on it and even better dude try try finding this that where it doesn't break yet right oh wow the cord's really hard to find yeah so i think it's the cord that was the impetus for needing a new one and my original is really beat up and this one's in good shape so really really happy with this little jump set that i got
0: I think yes. all I've got left of my original jump is Grand Slam.
1: You probably got the backpack somewhere, right? Yeah, I mean the, the jump yeah. itself
0: is something yeah. but like the rest of it, the, the pad is even gone. It's just pfft.
1: I mean, it wasn't it was not a great toy. <laughs>
0: but <laughs> well, past the jetpack. No, it really yeah. wasn't. It was yeah. basically you were buying a five-dollar backpack.
1: Pretty much, right? And when, when the other options were geez, five dollar machine gun motorcycle or five dollar yeah. giant. You know, field and cannon. Right. Uh, it certainly was the the least of the three, but but I I dig it. It's kind of cool. Um. So I'm I'm down. I with, see why with they re-released
0: movie. it with a unique figure. Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh. So I'm 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 down with the jump. So uh, that's what that's the other thing I got in this week. So good week. That's a cool. Collecting
0: check. from the jump
2: with the jump. That's it. <laughs> there you go. And I'll, I'll tell you too, we've looked at those, uh, I've seen, you know, of course the old ads where they show like the, all the, you know, the dioramas and everything else where it's like, oh, here's this figure, this vehicle and everything else and the prices that you see. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe what prices used to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're yeah. talking about, you know, $5, you get this, you get that. And I was like, yeah, $5 got you a lot back then. So
1: Yeah. And figures yeah. were three bucks for a right. long time. Right. Right. Like they didn't creep off that price point very much. Not where I was, anyway. So no, no.
0: no. I, I think in '82 they were they were about two fifty. Yeah, and then six or seven years later, three fifty. Yeah,
1: they're like about years, yeah yeah. It,
0: it was it was not uh, it was not a whole lot of inflation going on on those. They really did their best to keep those. Uh,
2: I just always remember affordable. going. I always remember wanting to go to the toy store with my dad and not my mom because my mom was the one like, okay, I. have, Seven dollars or six dollars, and I'd be like, My mom's like, Well, you have enough for one figure, you have enough for two figures, and that was it. She goes, I'll take care of the taxes, but you know, you got to do that. If I went with dad, dad would be like, You have this one, I'd be like, No, but I only have enough money for these two, and he's like, no you got enough. And he'd give me and he'd throw that figure in there and (laughs) go to checkout. And my throwing a
0: five on there, you got a figure and you got some gum,
2: right? And then you get home, and my mom would be like, I thought you went for two figures, and I was like, "Dad said I had enough." <laughs> she immediately threw Dad under the bus. I just said, yeah. "He said I had enough." I only stated what happened. He just—he just played dumb, man. Right. I—I I, Dad said I had enough. So evidently, I never said how much the figures were. So according to my right. mom, I had enough.
1: Must have been on sale.
2: Right. They were—they were two dollars. It said
0: two eighty-eight on the side. Two dollars. Two dollars. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, two two plus. Yep. But I, I remember a very, very rarely, but once in a while I'd see them. I found some for a buck ninety-nine. Oh yeah. It was like like the best sale ever, right? Like, oh my yeah. god, I wish I had a thousand dollars right now. because right. I'd get five hundred Joes and not just <laughs> <laughs> right. And not just three hundred and thirty-three. And all of them grunt. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Kind of all of small. all of them crystal ball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Because> they're there. <laughs> And I'm not um, disparaging Grunt.
2: Grunt was my first Joe. So that was my first Joe I had as a kid. And I uh, loved that figure. But <laughs> but then you saw the stuff that came afterwards, and you're like, ooh, this now we're now we're really cooking with gas. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Crystal Ball.
0: R- Ryan, you're our you're <laughs> our guest. Why don't you go ahead and give us your shout-outs?
2: All right. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, some great friends of mine out there. Uh, Travis, who does TB Toycast. So if you like hearing toys, uh, definitely check them out. Uh, And then we got my buddy Rock, who does uh, Open Your Toys podcast. So again, if you don't have enough toys, uh, Toy Talk, make sure you check uh, them out. And then, of course, I got to give a shout out to myself. Check out Star Joe's. If you haven't checked us out, you need to because we we, we hate hate them. Right. And we have all the the Joe artists on it. So,
1: yeah, we hate them, too.
2: I hate them. They're going to rumble.
1: Bastards. Right.
2: right. When,
1: when you're a jet. I'm going
2: to be a shark. Sure. Ooh, sharks are cooler. Goes, goes right in line with Joe there for you. Tim. Can I change? No.
1: Man, I want to be a shark.
0: You got to be a jet.
1: The jets always lose, man. Like,
0: like your friend Herm Edwards.
1: Oh! oh! Yeah, as the, the giant fan just told me I had to be a jet. Like, come right. on now. <laughs> right,
0: fine. Cause when you're a jet, you're a jet till the end. I'm a
1: Winnipeg jet. How's that?
0: Right, there you go. Deal. Whatever you have to do, man. We got, there's sky strikers.
1: There, yeah. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. I'm cool.
0: What else you got, Ryan? What, who else we shout out? Got nothing else. All right, you be that way, then. What's that? You be that way then. I will be. Mark Weber, shout out,
1: dude! I'll go, I'll go high road. How's that, right? Veterans Day on Thursday. Let's give a oh, shout out you. to the vets, uh, to the active military, right? For sure, all of them, and and some guys actually dissect what kind of service, right? What branch you served in? Were you active combat? Nah, nah. If you signed up yeah. and uh, and dedicated at least a portion of your life to the armed services god bless you and i hope you had a great veterans day right right that's that's a softball that's a whack. good for that good for that so uh yeah i hope all the vets had a a great veteran's day and felt uh felt valued and remembered and respected because i know it's not always that way so good on you vets we love you how's that yeah that that
0: that works for highball man yep that's that's positive there you go what else you got anybody else
1: I mean, thanks to the Weber family for staying quiet on the endless parade up the stairs tonight. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> to, to Emma the dog for not screaming bloody murder at any mailmen or poor FedEx drop-off package guys <laughs> while I was on the air. Appreciate that. Um, to all the poor uh, middle school well, and high school kids that I cadet taught uh, or substitute taught Spanish class before this week. Really sorry about that uh yeah they didn't no actually they had a good they had a good week they didn't learn nothing no no yeah but their opinion of mr weber didn't change so that's pretty solid uh i'll consider that a win um i think
0: if you're a a substitute spanish teacher that so long as you don't try to teach them spanish i think they figure you're giving them the real deal at that point yeah
1: here's here here's my story kid's story of the week not my kid uh 40 seconds long so we're outside enjoying after school care. I did that once this week too. And, uh, and
0: the in, kids in after school care are how old?
1: Uh, in, in first to fifth grade, it's all okay. elementary kids. So I've got six that day. I got a clipboard with their names and allergies and, uh, sign them off when their parents come get them. And, uh, I knew four of the six, but one I didn't know was for a first grader. We're going to change her name and I'll call her Kathy. So, uh, as I'm on the swim set talking to another, to one of them who's a little upset, uh, has her feelings bruised, so I'm making, I'm helping her talk it out and helping her feel better. Kathy comes up behind me and whoop, there goes my baseball cap. She's pretty smart with it, runs over, pretends she's going to put bark chips in it. Kathy, I say, don't put bar chips in my hat. She says, okay. Runs around with it. Can I have my hat back? Not yet, she says. Okay. So I wait her out a little bit. Finally, the hat from behind just magically appears back on my head. And then she's grabbing at it again, and I got to keep her away from her. And I'm not going to play keep away with a first grader, so I stand up. She's small, I'm tall. I won the battle. Uh, but then uh, uh, Tommy Tomasino has to get picked up, so I got to go across the playground and get the uh, clipboard. So I'm like, "Come on, let's go. Uh, we're going to. We're running. To the, we're running to the clipboard. Who can beat me to the clipboard?" So we run over to the clipboard. Except Kathy goes, "Mr. Weber, pick me up." Yeah, I know what's happening here (laughs) no Kathy piggyback ride no Kathy so we go over I pick up my we get over there fine I have thwarted her I pick up the clipboard she grabs the pen off the clipboard that I need to sign Tommy Tomasino out but lucky me pen slips out of her hands lands on the grass I'm not going to negotiate for this pen I need this pen so I bend the knee go for it quick and that's when she took my hat. <laughs> I got baited and outsmarted by a first grader. She was just biding her time. She was like, Oh, we're good. First <laughs> grader. And I couldn't, I was so impressed, I wasn't even the slightest bit mad.
2: No. No. Yeah, I told be. her
1: I told her to wear it like a crown. I took a picture of it because she's a first grader and I have a size eight head.
2: Yeah,
1: It looked like a lampshade cover on her head. But I took that photo and we posted it up saying the benefits of a BCA education. <laughs> Crazy smart first graders. So let's give a shout out to Kathy. <laughs> Kathy. And yep. let's hope she brings my hat back on Monday, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, she—that's a weekend hat. Yeah. No, I got the hat
0: back. All right. All right. Good um, enough.
1: But if she just said it's mine now, I really couldn't have argued. No. Right. No, no yeah. she earned it. Yeah. Well. No. She's playing chess. They, I'm playing checkers. 3D chess at that. Man.
0: With the four boards and the, the yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, first graders are tough.
0: Yeah. No, that's they're that ain't gonna get any easier. Man. Some someday someday some poor little dude's gonna marry that girl. Right. We're, we're just gonna need to salute that gentleman. I already he's, got, he's in for a fight there. Yeah,
1: I got my vengeance all planned out. It's called Big Nickel for Little Dime. It's gonna be a good show.
0: <laughs> you know what? I'm I wanna ask questions, but we're gonna save that for a future episode. Fair I, I, I want to know when that happens. Uh, we're gonna give our shout-outs. Of course, to Racktime Rob, the, the unsung fourth man and and, and hero of, of the What's On Joe My podcast. Holy. Uh, give a shout out to our wonderful sponsors at Kokomo Toys, uh, of which we will f- sing their theme song, To the Heavens. Kokomo, 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 Kokomo toys. toys. Come on, Ryan. Kok- Kokomo, <laughs> Kokomo, 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 Kokomo Toys. toys. There you go. Uh, give a shout out to everybody who is tuning in with us live tonight. We had a great crowd. Uh, to everybody who is watching this on recording. We love you too, but where were you? Come on. Yeah, come what's up? It's fine. Watch us whenever. Just keep watching us. Keep telling your friends about us. Uh, Be sure to like our video down below. Subscribe to the channel if you don't. Share us to your various uh, social medias uh, because, really, we could use the exposure. We're getting close. We're up over 800, um, getting over 800 subscribers. Uh, we are almost at our goal once we get to a thousand i don't care anymore i'm going to stop bugging you about subscribers <laughs> right. every thousand but we have worked too hard to not be at a thousand at this point we put together too much show we have gathered too many guests we have broken too much news where are you mm-hmm. oh wait because we're not a negative show that hates on the property that we're here to okay. talk about so Nobody hate watches us. Well, we I, don't care.
2: Hate I, watches. Will, I will tell you that is one of the things I've always appreciated about your show and probably why we've always gotten along is that you guys are typically, you don't stray away from saying anything negative, but you are not a negative show.
0: Look, look, and criticism is fair, right? Yeah, absolutely. But but we're not here to poop on things. We love right. this stuff. Right. We love all of it. Even the, even the stuff that maybe isn't so good still yeah. has
2: some value to it because it says G.I. Joe on the label. So we, we love it a little bit. Absolutely, and that—that's—that's that's how I model my show, and and I've always appreciated your show for that reason too. So, yeah.
0: Right. Well, we are we, here to have discussions. We're here to be adults. Uh, we're here to have fun. Yeah, um,
1: I
2: mean,
0: we're not. Adult, we're not. Adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, adults. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, I mean, great line this week, and maybe it's only new to me. Uh, it said, uh, "I stopped playing when I got old," and it said, "No, you got old when you stopped playing."
2: Agreed. Agreed. I love
1: that.
0: Yeah, absolutely the case. But um, you know, by by all means, uh, uh, be safe out there. We're still in the the death throes of this pandemic. Let's hope, let's hope that the numbers keep going down. Uh, let's do our best to keep one another safe. Get yourself vaccinated. Uh, and as as our friend Thagon says, uh, say stay stay safe. If you can't keep careful, yeah, works for yeah. me, man. That's a great motto. Yeah, that is. Uh, so for hey, my Mark, guest host, well go ahead, Mark.
1: I was just gonna say I found I got something to share. I forgot I had this handy. Look at this little thief. Throw it up there, share the screen, it's beautiful. Look at that. Oh nice. nice. Yeah, we'll be voting <laughs> her president in about thirty years.
0: Yeah, give it give it a little time, maybe forty. She's young.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Either way, I'm on
0: board. <laughs> got your vote. <laughs> if if got you my, don't yeah, if you don't, she'll come take your hat.
1: Got my boat. You got my hat.
0: Right? But yeah, it's actually Ryan Sweeney giving us the reminder there. It was quick shout out to our good friend Brian Lower who is having oh, a bit yeah. of a walkabout right now. Uh, he is uh he was at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He's going to be in New England on Sunday taking in a Patriots game. He's going to swing back through this area on the way home. I'm going to catch him on his way back, so hopefully we'll have some shots and some Maybe even some footage. God knows. Um, we'll we'll see what we're feeling up to on Monday night. But um, uh, shout out to to Brian. Uh, go check out his channel. He's got a few real short videos uh, about what he's doing. Uh, if you can, if you can uh, uh, Venmo or PayPal him uh, for some gas money, that would be great. That would really help him out. Uh, by all means, he's one of our great friends on. What's on Joe' mind? So we're 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 happy that he's doing what he needs to do uh, to get himself in a in a positive frame of mind. That's Lord knows that's a tough that's a tough task for everybody right now, and and good for him. Yeah, good good for him for figuring out what that is for him uh, and taking the steps to do
1: it. He's gonna walk the earth like Cain in kung fu. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh goodness.
0: Oh, oh he's a he's the the lost carradine.
1: Right? Or or Lou Ferrigno in the Hulk. Whole... <laughs> <Who is, laughs> no wait. There. Who was uh, who was Bruce Banner?
0: Yeah. Uh Bill Bixby. Bill, Bill Bixby. Bixby yeah.
1: yeah. Just riding the rails. town. Right. <laughs> yep, that's it. Looking sad. Just... Just need
2: that sad music to go with it, yeah. The thing I don't
1: get, man, when he would put the thumb up, right, and it's cold out there and he needs a ride, and someone's just like, yeah, whatever, jerk off, hitchhiker, wouldn't that make him mad? (laughs) You would think.
2: Right? Eh.
0: (laughs) Man. Eh. Yeah, I mean, you'd think so, but eventually that would would become
1: a real boring show. Right, I just think it'd be funny to see him walking, sad music's playing thumbs up, car goes by, and he's like, (laughs)
0: camera pans back to loof you know, just hauling ass after yeah, that car. Yeah,
1: cause, <laughs> Cause you know, like Cleveland to Pittsburgh is a bit of a haul, right? That's like three Holt jumps.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Not much>. <laughs> Anyhow, Bill Bixby call back on this week's program. Right? Okay, go if ahead. you had,
1: if you had Bill Bixby yeah. on your, uh, like What's on Joe Mine bingo card? You may yeah. have just won.
0: Be yeah, sure no. to email us. Uh, but the emailing us is a good question, a good thing to do anyway. Uh, check out our social media down below. If you got a question for the mailbag, for for a mail call, uh, hit our email up there. That's the best way to get a hold of us for any questions you might have for the show. Um, we yeah. do have still an episode that done fairly recently with Carson of 3D Joes, so be sure to visit our channel and check that one out. Lots of great pre-production information there. We'd love to do more stuff like that if you have real specific questions. We're not afraid of them. We we have a pretty deep Rolodex here. We've been doing this show for a long time. We will track down the appropriate expert to try and get these things answered. But for my guest host, Ryan Drost, for my normal co-host, the hot Joe Mark Weber, I'm Mike Irizarry. Be sure to join us next week at 9 p.m. on Friday for the next What's on Joe Mind team stream. Have a great evening, everybody. And
1: Yojo. Beer. <laughs>